0: Hey, what's up, guys? This is Woody Landeros. You guys are listening to Shut Up and Fail. Today, I'm interviewing Pablo Cruz. How's it
1: going, man? It's going pretty good. good. Been a good day. I can't complain How about yourself. Good.
0: I'm I'm doing pretty good. I kind of got bashed in the head. A little injured, which the is uh. I might make a video out of it.
1: You should. Like a little reenactment. It was pretty scary. You didn't record it?
0: No, I didn't record it. I, I experienced it. I got hit with a rake, and I flew to the ground. Flew? Yeah, I flew. like I levitated off the ground, and then... Her fall, I'm assuming? Yeah, she, yeah Rebecca, <laughs> Rebecca definitely got me good. Now I was on the ground. But anyways, we're here now. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit more about you and about right. what you do. So can you just explain to everyone all my 50 viewers, (laughs) what your name is and what you do.
1: Uh, Okay, my name is Pablo Cruz, believe it or not, it is. Don't speak Spanish, unfortunately. I'm sorry to all the viewers. Um, As far as my actual job, I work at a PR firm in Redlands, Desmond Lewis there, I'm a digital marketer and graphic designer, Uh, that's where I spend most of my days. And then off the clock, I do a lot of graphic design work. I do a lot of collaborative work with Daniel and um, Adrian, who we've actually had on the show before. And do my own personal stuff, logo design, flyers, t-shirts, branding, stuff like that. But I also created my most recent project, which is Wear Fulari, which is right here. If you guys are watching the video, if you can see it in the background, (laughs) basically just bananas, scarves, handkerchiefs, or, you know, however you want to wear them.
0: Off the clock i like that (laughs) off the clock yeah (laughs) off the clock we're like never off the clock as designers literally just like responses like back and forth back and forth
1: i'm talking like legit paychecks though that's that's my clock and then off the clock then that's what it would be
0: so um so what what is your most like prideful project as a designer because i know we go through like probably thousands it'll probably end up being millions yeah what is your favorite project would you say it's I would say right as a design,
1: us? yeah. I mean, that was that's the one that's most rewarding, especially right now. Um, it's doing the best. I get the most feedback from it. Um, most people that are actually buying into it and following the the path that I'm on. So I, I, I yeah, probably that one.
0: I've been noticing you getting a lot of uh, followers.
1: Yeah, your following base is like solid. What's good about that actually is we we haven't been doing it that long. I think it was September first is when we we created our first bandana, and since since then, that's we've grown almost twenty six hundred to wow. now. I mean, and that's obviously. on that's on Instagram. Yeah, I wish we had like a thousand, just, but like just plug it than. in.
0: Plug it in. What's the Instagram?
1: Uh, we're Fulari. Boop, it pops. <laughs> there it is. Um, Fulari is F O U L A R I. That nice. is the same thing for uh, Twitter, Facebook, and the website.
0: Go search it mm-hmm. after you watch this video.
1: If you're going to Coachella, you need one. Wait, or just in general? Didn't Coachella just pass? That's only the weekend one, man. It's oh. <laughs> damn! Yeah. You see how like
0: broke I am right now? <laughs> it's okay. No, it's I have no idea when week one or week two is. Yeah, week
1: week two is coming up right now.
0: So what is it? what is that um? What does your brand mean? Like, what is the word? I know the other day, um, you were talking about what it meant, and it was it's pretty deep, man. Can you explain it? Like, oh, was, how did you how did you find that name? Um, What'd you do?
1: I guess it, it'll start from when we when I first wanted to start making bandanas. It was. I guess there's a whole there's a whole backstory to that if you want to get into that. Get
0: into it. I won't want it. All
1: right, from day one. Yeah, from like day one, back in the day, maybe like
0: minus day one. Okay, so just, just transition into it.
1: I'll just do the quick the quick rundown. I've been wanting to make clothes since I was like 15, dude. That's when I realized that you know this is like what I really want to do and how it locked in. Started off with a project that we'll get into later. It Was called the Greats. It was my first run at making clothes and sweater and stuff like that, stickers. Um, that ended up failing. Not like a, off a bad note or anything like that. It just didn't work out because I was super young. Um, and since then, I always wanted to just continue, you know, making clothes and stuff like that. And then from there, I um, created a project with my partner now called FUSA, F-U-S-A, which doesn't stand for what you think. It stands for Filthy America. Um, that plays off the idea that you don't have to go across seas to get well-designed clothes and, you know, the mm-hmm. whole thing like that. But the thing about making a brand is you always have to... Base your products off the seasons, you know, like, oh, it's cold. I got to make a sweater. I got to make a jacket something like that. When it's yeah. hot, I'm sticking to t-shirts and, and shorts. But I wanted to create something that was year long, something that's always happening. And then something I realized is there's always concerts and festivals. And even now, um, people are wearing, like, their street wear. Yeah. And so perfect idea was bandanas. But my main thing was, like, what can I do to it to make it stand out? Yeah. And that's why I came up with the Go Tips idea. And the name actually came from my partner, Ian. Shout out to Ian. Um, we do a lot of like Google, Google translate things. So he put mm-hmm. in "fulari" and then he started to change the languages, and then oh, he he typed in "bandana." Sorry, and then he went to Greek and it, "fulari." So hey,
0: so "fulari" says, is Greek for bandana. bandana. What was That's crazy awesome. is
1: when you type in "bandana" and then you go to Greek, it says "fulari." But if you type in "fulari" in Greek to English, it goes to scarf. So I guess it's more like slang.
0: So it works either way.
1: Yeah, either way. So we
0: like, we, we went with it. I I um. I resonate with what you said with like year-long clothing because when i was doing goal kills back when it was still live and striving should, should um, on, man. That was tight. i know what am i doing i gotta go man
1: at least make a journey no, i'm Just on one.
0: no like every single season like i made in the winter i was always worrying about winter clothing and by the time i was done it was like it was already summer it already passed it was already summer and like you know. when i was worrying like about tank tops Everyone was cold, and was like talking about where's the hoodies, where are yeah. the crew necks? So it was so hard dealing with that. I I handled it with hats, and like little cheesy stickers and or like accessories like pins or something like that, right? I love the pins.
1: Oh, like the little gold ones. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, hashtag Portland. You go to Portland, everybody loves pins.
1: Dude, I actually want to go to Portland. You should. I'll make it happen. Come with me. I, w- I would say something,
0: <laughs> but there might be a Portland listener right now.
1: Close your ears yours. Okay. So <laughs>
0: Portland is really confusing because it's kind of like, or what I've heard, somebody else said this. I'm going to quote them. It's like in the middle of Los Angeles and New York. That's what I heard this weekend. Like their personalities, the Portlandians. Yeah. I'm so, to picture it. For example, I walked into a little restaurant and they won't like talk to you or serve you, like, because they're just like, you should already know this. This is just how we run this shit.
1: You're not from around here, yeah. Around here. I
0: can, I can tell.
1: Yeah, I'm mean, kind of ruining my my hopes of going there. now. But
0: it's awesome. <laughs> Portland. Actually, I would live. I would actually live there. I would have maybe a vacation house. Yeah, it's fun for like a week.
1: I heard that Portland actually is the highest concentrated area of graphic designers in the country. Yeah. So I mean, if you're creative, I think it's the place to be.
0: Yeah, they have like a lot of little knickknack shops.
1: Aren't most companies headquartered over there too, though? Mm-hmm. Like I know Nike's over there. Yeah, it Nike's. Does. I want to say each and them has one over there, but I'm not sure
0: I tried to go in the Nike track the first time because it's like in the woods they don't they don't allow drones they got, <laughs> no, it didn't work out
1: Oh you they weren't did. in it. you just tried to
0: fly your drone over it i try to I try to run through the, through the forest try to get through it from the side angles because yeah. I knew they didn't allow like filming equipment mm-hmm. Stop me.
1: Yeah. So there's people patrolling with their yeah free they're, they're, they're just chasing just, you down. They're just out there. They're like maybe like heat waves or something. Something you can get away from anybody. Everybody's fit out there. <laughs>
0: so, back to uh back to what we were talking about um with Flori. So, what do you enjoy most about it? Like
1: obviously the main, the most rewarding thing is seeing people wear it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's anywhere that makes clothes. I think that's going to be the most rewarding aspect of it but i think just that the fact that it keeps me busy and i always have something to do that's what keeps me going i would say
0: i feel like you're you would always be busy with like designing it and then going to work like how do you handle that or what's your day-to-day basis look like
1: well i think once you have a set schedule it's easy to figure out what you can do with the rest of your day you know time management is key to a lot of things yeah so I just based off what like, I what to write I, what, that down. What <laughs> <I> fucking suck. <laughs> yeah, dude, so I suck at time management. Once you just once you get what you have to get done done, uh, all that extra time is what you want to do. And if what you want to do is better yourself or create a product, then it's it's super easy. You'll find you'll find time to make anything happen. Oh, actually, a lot of times too. I'm I'm working on it while I'm at work, but
0: yeah, I'm not really good at time management. I'm a really big procrastinator.
1: You a calendar right here, man. So
0: yeah, I have it some over there under all that stuff. Oh, that one should be right here. Yeah, it's it should be right here. But actually, like it was three thirty when you said you were gonna get here, and I was still setting this stuff up. You think I was late? So yeah, you, you worked <laughs> out perfectly. Um, so what I kind of wanted to um get into the other brand that you were talking about. Um, and you said that it was a failure, and that's. That's what this whole show is about. You said the greats. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about that, man. Okay, so. Just dive into it. There's no easy way to get into this. There isn't.
1: Um, It's hard. I was 15 at the time, or I was 14. Um, Good friend of mine, his name's Jeremy Diotto. He's still doing his whole thing. Um, Shout out to him. Um, he actually lived in Maryland at the time, and we always kept in contact. And then this one day, he sparked up a conversation. Hey, when are we gonna make it, man? I was just like, make what? He's like, let's just make clothes. Like you're creative. you always wanting to do it, so let's do it. It's like, all right, whenever you get back. He ended up moving back over like that summer. Mm-hmm. So then we we're always constant, constantly texting, and you know, trying to figure out what we're going to do. And something I learned in school uh, is that. People always add like something I forgot what the word is for it, but they always add like a title at the end of your name. Mm-hmm. Like Alexander the Great, Attila the Hun. Um, you know, you get the idea. Yeah. So I was like, Well, if you have to be important, you have to have like this title, you know what I mean? So yeah. we just went with that and took the greats and then we made that into a brand. Um, started off with stickers. It's was actually learning how to do graphic design, just watch my brother do his work. Made stickers, started selling that. You know, back in the day where you would take pictures in the mirror with your phone and then it would show up right there with the flash and everything? <laughs> yeah. So we used to make the stickers go on the back of the phone, which was like great advertising if you think about it. Mm-hmm. It's always happening. It's always going to be on the internet. So I do too. You put, <laughs> <laughs> put the, the stickers on the back of the phone and then people were like, what is that? You know, I want blah, blah, blah. Got to the point where I was carrying stacks. We both mm-hmm. were in our backpack and selling them like for a dollar or two at school. Saved off enough money to start making shirts, sweaters, and all that. And... You know, at this time, you're thinking like, you know, dude, I'm 15. I don't want to ask my parents for money. And, this, you know, this is working out pretty mm. good. We set up a, a shop and then we start selling these sweaters. So we can orders everywhere, right? you know. Um, and this is around the time when I was telling you earlier, like, this is when I knew I wanted to keep making clothes was one of my best friends. He, he bought a sweater off me and then I go with him to, I think, Lake Elsinore. Mm-hmm. And it's like this little party or whatever. And then there's this guy there wearing one of my sweaters. but I never met him before. So I was like, oh, that's, you know, that's really cool. Yeah. You know, and then the guy notices my best friend. He's like, hey, nice sweater, because they're both wearing the same one. He's mm-hmm. like, hey, you know who made it? He's like, nah. He's like, oh, this guy right here. <laughs> that's awesome. And that, and then right then, again, keep in mind I'm 15. The guy's like, dude, let's take a take a picture. You know, a lot. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, I'm like, I made it. That's a moment. <laughs> but, I, but I didn't. Yeah, dude, but but I didn't make it at the time. Um, we we, we keep going, you know. Um, but. As you dive on into a brand, your vision of where you want to go starts to change a little bit or like you either you, you want to stray off and be more about the community and, mm-hmm. and the meaning behind it or you focus on like now I need to make money. Yeah. Not like for myself, but you have to make money to continue to grow. You know what I mean? hmm. And it's not a bad thing, but my partner at the time, he was just too focused on, you know, something that wasn't aligned with my vision.
0: Yeah. You're talking about the money portion?
1: Yeah, um, he was more into like, let's give stuff away, you know, be um, by the community, you know, do a lot of giveaways and stuff at the time, which is, it's great and all, but mm-hmm. you can't do that if you're not making enough money to do it. Yeah. So I was just like, no, and then we don't, we just started to grow apart with our vision and then we're just like, you know what, it's probably best we just, we just part ways. So we dissolve the companies, put the profits and then we're our separate ways. But one thing I really wish is that I had my mindset now, as far as back then, because then I would have made it work. I understand, you know, the logistics the behind everything, the business side and how important it is to actually focus on something other than making money.
0: Yeah. So you'd say the split of the partnership.
1: I think it was a failure because, you know, we, we had these hopes of growing as a brand. But, you know, a year later, a year and a half later, it's it's gone. Yeah. And I wouldn't say, you know, we failed as a company, but I think we just failed to meet in the middle.
0: Yeah. How did you guys commu- communicate? It? Like, do you guys still talk about it or was it, yeah, I was mean, it something you'd ever go back to?
1: Yeah, we talk about it every time. Um, when I see him, you know, he just texted me the other day. Remember this? He showed a picture of the Yeah. And stuff like that. I was like, yeah, man, that was a great time. But at the time, when we were actually creating everything, um, he was more involved in community service and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I was just more built off the hype. Like, you know, I'm making something type. People yeah, like yeah. It, you know, I just want to go this way. Usually I just go that way. And I think, as we were talking about earlier, I don't like the word failure. It's mm-hmm. like I just learned from it. You know, you, you can't be one on one path. You have to understand like there's different parts of you and and that's what I really wish that I would have done now. So learning lesson. Yeah. Even now with my partner, if he he suggests something, back then I'm like, nah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. That's what I want to do, you know, but it's important to. So
0: how did you, how did you handle that? Like, how did you handle all that? Because there's probably a lot of even like doubts and frustration and like a bunch of emotions down, down there. Like, how did you handle that? Did you think about like, maybe I should go back or maybe I should start a new one. Or what did you do when you were at that low moment?
1: Of dissolving the company you're talking about? Yeah. Or what I do right after that?
0: Yeah. Like, what was going through your mind?
1: It sucked, man. You know, when, when you're doing this stuff and you're, you're starting to, like, be able to buy your own your clothes and your own shoes yeah. and, you know, take a girl out or whatever it is, you know, you're, you have these high hopes. And then once you hit that point, you're just like, damn, like, was it me that messes up? It kind of makes you self-reflect on a lot of things that you were doing at the time. Yeah. So that's what I did. And, you know, we talked about it, you know, it's no hard feelings between us, you know, Mm. it's just, we had these two points of views and it didn't work out, but, you know, he's still a good friend of mine, still keep in contact with him. Yeah. But since then I just, you know, thought back and like, what, what can I do better for this next one? Or how can I improve my designs? Or, you know, what products can I make that will sell out like this first time?
0: Yeah. Was it more so for like, um, failing, quote unquote failing within yourself or or did you feel that someone else, like you failed someone else, or you failed the, the fan base?
1: I think it was more a failure than myself. I think it starts there. Um, because I refused to see other perspectives and understand really what I was getting into, mm-hmm. I think that affected the work and the brand overall. Yeah. Only because, you know, if I would have been able to compromise or meet in the middle, we probably would still have the brand going right now. Or, yeah. you know, it probably would have gone somewhere else. Which actually side story of that, somebody in Canada actually ended up stealing our designs and our logos and started making another brand called The Greats. What? When I hand drew, we hand drew the logo, and then we end up finding it on Facebook somebody else using it. That's and crazy. That was another. Are problem. they still running it? I don't think so. We looked hmm. it up. We hit them up, and everything. We ended up blocking us on Facebook back in the day. Back in the day when it happened, but that's another thing I learned from that situation is you got to copyright your stuff. That's crazy. And you got to be careful as who you hit up and all yeah. of that. Yeah, it does happen. People steal your shit. Yeah. Sorry. fine. <laughs> <laughs> no go for it man
0: um 11 okay my phone died i'm sorry to all you instagram people but hopefully you guys tune in and uh are listening to the web version and also the youtube version um so how, how did that affect like your perspective on like did it change your perspective with like art and like the way you create or the way that you like do things like did you how long did it take for you to create something after that? Because I know for myself, when I felt that I went through failure, I felt that people were looking at me and I I even felt like I failed my, I mean, I felt my parents, my friends, myself, like all these different doubts were going through my head and it took so long for me to like, not call myself an artist, but just to create something else because I felt like, well, what's, what's the point? Like where is this just going to end too?
1: Yeah. Um, I was raised to always be creative. I mean, I'm not saying like, you know, from day one I was born, you know, Kanye West or anything like that. But uh, even before I made the brand, I was always drawing. I was in art classes and stuff like that, uh, painting, you know. And then I used that to translate into my graphic design work. So you always combined them. Yeah. Um, But from this experience, I guess I would say it has made me self-reflect and learn how to sit back and look at the, the bigger picture. I mean, that helps you in everything, too, whether it be life situations, your design work, your clothing brand. That's why, you know, when you say you have a brand, right? I know you didn't have yeah. the gold kills. You'd put all your mock-ups and then you sit down and you know which ones I want to use. Yeah. Or which, which designs balance each other. So I guess that's what I really learned from it is um, sometimes it's necessary to stand back. Or yeah. Sometimes it's necessary to accept criticism mm-hmm. and outside influence. Because if you refuse that criticism, you're never going to grow and you're always going to be one track marted, you know?
0: Yeah. I just learned that maybe a year ago.
1: To accept criticism yeah yeah dude it's tough dude, I, it's, like, it's super tough
0: i i was i was i'm probably the most or i was i probably still am i'm probably the most uh stubborn artist because i'll create something and for myself like i i see it as well if it's art then it's you know my perspective of life mm-hmm. or my the way that i you know present it is what i call art and so if you want to criticize it then you can create your own art piece yeah. so like i get a little stubborn with that sometimes and even Uh, Rebecca goes to, like, she sees it as well when I create a video and she says something really, really small, even like the font size or whatever. And I'll just get into it like, well, why?
1: (laughs) Dude, go to school for art. You'll you'll understand what it's like. It sucks. It's so,
0: well, I always had a hard time in school with art. Why? Because I, because I would, because a teacher would give me criticism and she didn't want to take my criticism. (laughs) So I would, I would tell her, okay, I understand that. But
1: your art up there. So. <laughs> but l- let
0: me tell you a little bit about your art. And then she would just get really mad at me, and she would she would call me an ass, and she would say I'm stubborn, which I probably I was, I was a little bit. But now it's like a lot easier for me to just accept it, and it's more of like a, a strategic or a tactical point to just say like, okay, that's what you like, that's what that person likes, that's what that person likes. Now let's adjust because the the general the general fan base wants this. So now I'm going to create art within like those guidelines and still kind of go off in my own way. But at the same time, just taking consideration in my, you know, in my own head.
1: What is it that sparked that? You said like a year ago, right? Yeah. You had a certain situation that came up. It was,
0: oh man, this is okay. Let's Let it help, out, man. All right. It's, it's yeah. So, so what had happened was I had my mom look at a video that I made and she gave me maybe like. 100 to 200 pointers and I thought like it was the best thing in the world and I was bringing her like literally like gold and she had all these pointers and I like broke down and every time she like talked I just said like well no that doesn't make sense because of this and Mm -hmm. because of that and I like and then so she she finally just told me well then I won't give you criticism and then just stayed quiet and I was like no, you should. You should. This is helping me, but I wasn't really listening to myself, and I. She didn't give me criticism for maybe like two or three more videos, and she's like my go-to. Like you know, you make something, you show it to someone, and like, what do you think?
1: It's because you know they're gonna be honest. Yeah, yeah.
0: And she's always she's always been honest with me, and now I I 100% appreciate it, and now I'll listen to her. I'll come back, I'll redo whatever I have to redo, and it looks a hundred times better. I'll show you know, any of my friends, the before version and then the after version, they're like, bro, just go with the after version, man. It looks yeah. way better. And so it was like a moment. I, I think um, the whole thing is like frustrations lead to breakthroughs. Mm-hmm. So like I got really frustrated and it was a mental breakthrough for myself that I just had to tell myself, dude, step back. Look at how old you are. Look at how tall you are. <laughs> like just chill. You're like a, like a crazy chihuahua right now. And just accept it because, you know, everybody, every single person has a life lesson. And whether it's called like a success or failure, a positive or a negative, left or right, whatever it is, they have something for you to learn from them.
1: That's a big thing to realize, to be honest, though, too. Like sometimes when you're too invested in a project or Mm -hmm. an idea you have, it'll be the most difficult thing ever. That's why, side note, too, I think thinking of a name for a project is the hardest thing you can possibly do. Like something might sound cool, but it might not fit your vision, or mm-hmm. you know, you don't like how the font looks that you'll get. So you end up switching it up. Yeah. But I think that and logos are the hardest thing to do. So I, I experienced that same thing with that, dude. When we were, we changed up our packaging mm-hmm. and um, we were trying to think of how to design a label or something to go on it. And I promise you, it was probably like two or three weeks. We were just sitting there night after night, like trying to think of, like, you know, how can we design this package? You know, what's, what's yeah. our icon going to be? What we need a stable, like something that we can put down. That people recognize without having to put the name under anything. You know? Yeah. And after the point, like, I dude, we'll come up with all these things and then we'll sit back and be like, this looks tight, but it doesn't fit our vision. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was getting frustrating and frustrating. And then it just hit me like, you know what? I know a lot of people that are creative. Mm-hmm. I just need to accept what they're, they're going to say. So what I did was I just contacted a few people. I asked Daniel too, Adrian and my friend Van, who actually um, ended up designing the icon for it. Explain the situation and like yeah, dude, I'll be happy to help. So they send out a few of them. Uh, We actually put it up on the Instagram. That's what Mm -hmm. I think we're key about now too, is engaging with our followers. Yeah, I I saw
0: that. I was actually one of the people that voted
1: to drop the bag. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. to
0: drop the bag, and then also which design, Mm -hmm. and then also a few other polls. But those are great because then you feel like you feel like you're a part of it. Like I Mm -hmm. feel like I designed it. Yeah, you know, like it just gives you like a little bit of like title ship of like Mm -hmm. yeah he, you know, he picked what I wanted
1: and because of that you're more likely to engage on our post yeah, or refer somebody like, "Oh yeah, see this? Check this out. Mm-hmm. This package I voted for that, yeah. you know, something like that." So, I
0: actually showed Joseph the bag. No, what did he say? Yeah, he was like it's dope. Yeah, he really liked it and he
1: That's you know, it's great, <laughs> it's
0: dope. You should um tell people kind of what that is so that you can kind of cue them in. The icon? Uh, the bag.
1: Oh, the uh all right, so right now it's like this huge trend going on. I'm pretty sure it's in the passing pretty soon. But like fanny, bag, fanny packs and like cross, cross body slings and you know, mm-hmm. those, those bags are coming in right now. And somebody mentioned to me, you know, it'd be perfect to have a bag at these festivals while somebody's wearing your bandana. So it's yeah. like two in one thing that you can actually wear here mm-hmm. too. Not to mention people are wearing it with their everyday outfits and street fashion as well. So I was like, yeah, dude, I, I, I wear the bags too. So why not, you know, why don't we make one? Mm-hmm. So I've been going, looking around, you know, um, which styles are the best, blah, blah, blah. And I found one that was really cool. It's pretty, pretty minimal yeah. and simple. Is
0: it like a backpack or like a fanny um, or like a it's not, side? It's not bag? a fanny
1: pack that go around your waist, but it's more like a crossbody one. So like okay. a little strap over here, but it sits on your side, so you can wear it through your coat yeah. and stuff like that. Um, I picture, if I had a picture, I'd show you, but I actually do have the Instagram. Yeah, well, we can
0: we can link it in the. Oh yeah. We'll link it in the video description.
1: Go yeah, we'll follow the page. You'll see all these these questions. Yeah, um,
0: I'll put in all of his information on the bottom, and then you guys can check it all out on the video version.
1: Yeah, but it's it's. It's one of those things, like, we're we're looking at what products we can create that'll still stay in line with our high-quality, higher standards. Like, mm-hmm. not our motto or slogan, but that's where we're going by. Yeah. Because you can go to, a, like, a Dollar Tree or, like, a, a liquor store and buy a bandana for, like, what, two bucks, two, three bucks? Yeah. But it doesn't mean anything. You know, it's, like, a throwaway item. Yeah. But with these, that we're using silk, you know, um, Stretch fabric, everything's breathable, high quality. I, I know You you felt them, you know. Yeah. It's something that, you know, it's going to last a long time. And with the bags, I realized, you know, it's one of those things a year from now, I'm going not be around, but you know the bag will last.
0: Yeah. And the bandana. I just actually just wore it at the beach yeah. like two, three days ago. And like, you never know what you could use it for. Exactly. Like literally it was like, so that I don't get sun on my neck. And then another day it was like front bandana. I felt like a badass. Did
1: you shoot the picture? We want more We want more. Damn. We want more of those pictures. So if you yeah. if you've bought one or you're gonna buy one, take a picture in it. Hashtag Wear Fulari or tag the page, and we will feature you on it. Just so you know.
0: Heck yeah! Well, oh you're, feature- actually... you're already
1: featured on it because you modeled for the brand. But
0: yeah. Well, I'll take another picture. I'll take another <laughs> yeah, yeah, picture yeah. this week. I'll go out and I'll shoot it.
1: I'm for this next year too, which can be
0: pretty fun. I've got a blue backdrop set up in my living room right now. A blue one? Yeah, it's yeah. like I'm gonna see like see that baby blue
1: you trying to do headshots? Yeah. Like uh, Napoleon Dynamite ones. Yeah, just...
0: Maybe we could do like ones together. Just like, saying... Those there, prom like... ones? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I didn't want to say it because no, I do not want to make it awkward, but... not getting anything.
1: It's all right. Yeah, I'm done. It's all good. <laughs> Delete scene coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: okay, so going back... I'm always like going off track, but going back to what we were talking about. Um, so it's just... I just want people to understand that you need to like in order to be loud and succeed, you have to first shut up and fail. That's Mm -hmm. like my main thing, main thing that I want people to know. And I want people to know that everybody else, like everybody's going through a failure as well. You know, like whether it's real or mental or whatever it is, everybody has this sort of like doubt or like voice in their head that just says like you can't do it or that it's not right or this and that. But I just want people to know that that's like, that's 100% normal to push forward. And that's the only way that you're going to succeed. Because if you listen to that voice, you're going to be just like everybody else.
1: No, I agree. And I think that's what most people think that their first idea or their first project or their first attempt at something, they're going to hit the ground and it's blow up. You know, yeah. like they think that everybody they look up to now was, well, you know, they jumped into it and they blew up. You know, yeah. I guarantee you anyone you look up that you look that you, you find like an inspiration, mm-hmm. their first idea or their first project wasn't what made them famous. Yeah. There's always a failure to learn from or yeah. something that you did wrong that you're like, oh, I need to switch it up now. maybe the second one might be a hit, you never know. Yeah. But I'm saying people have this this idea that if they fail the first time, they're never gonna succeed. Or yeah. they're never gonna, you know, yeah, be they, something. They
0: accept they accept the title without calling it yeah. what you said, a life life lesson or a life mm-hmm. experience. Um, but yeah, so if you, if you were to talk to yourself, 15 years old and tell yourself just a sentence, just really powerful sentence and just like, hey man, blank.
1: It will just be two words, slow down. Because I think once you do that, it forces you to think. It forces you to sit back and absorb what's coming your way um, slowing down would allow you to look back and see everything that's going on see the bigger picture and actually make better decisions Yeah. rather than I sold a sweater I'm about to go you know do something with this or oh, I can't wait till I'm in storage or something like that mm-hmm. so yeah just be slowed down I think that's advice to give anybody yeah. slow down don't don't rush things man the greatest the greatest things that come to you are not going to be something that you ran towards it's always yeah. like you know casual make, make it happen you focus on yourself everything else is going to come
0: I want to become the master of quotes and I can't ever remember who said them, but I'll just say two of them that popped up. Um, measure twice, cut once. That was me. That was you? <laughs> real? Sh- <laughs> and then, no. and then the second one is um, if you chase the money it'll run. And if you run faster that shit will run real fast. That's a good quote. I don't want to get that. I added that last part by the way. <laughs> Um, so now I'm going to ask you a question that is going to uh benefit me, which is hold on, give me one second. I'm sorry, give me one second. Straight up, we're just going past the 30. Oh, all right, let's do it. I don't mind, okay, so. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, a really hard question or a question I always like to ask that's one hundred percent benefit for me, guilty. What advice would you give me as I continue on through my journey?
1: I think put out as much content as you can. Um just keep just keep putting it out there, reaching out to everybody else. Um I think once you just keep doing what you're doing, people will see that you're gonna do it, you know. I've learned something and I'm I'm pretty sure it's gonna hit you too, mm-hmm. is that people like consistency and people like what other people like mm. and without content to back you, uh, up your vision or you know what your goals are people aren't going to really see you know your potential stuff like that yeah so the more you put something out the more people know you for what you're doing yeah and then the more they'll start to appreciate you and the more the, the word will get out so i say put out as so much content out as you can mm. Do would keep doing these these interviews too man these are, i told you this before i really like your podcast yeah it's thank awesome. you Get everybody, anybody you can. Yeah. It doesn't matter, you know, if, even if they don't even have that many followers or mm-hmm. they don't, I don't have that many, but if they don't have, you know, something huge to talk about, yeah. interview it'll make them feel special. It'll make them feel like they're doing something cool. And then it's from them that the word to mouth of their audience will be your audience now. So yeah. just Keep putting out everything you can. Thank you. Thank I want to say post these more on your Instagram, dude. Like, yeah, they're they're, they're it's, it's good shit, man. People will interact with it.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. I like what you said about um, it doesn't matter if they have like X amount of followers or whatever, because uh, like eventually you'll see it after I have, if I continue, actually I will continue. Yeah, you will. As I continue, um, when I have about 100 different podcasts on my um, website, it's going to say designers fail to, um, entrepreneurs fail to, da da da, fail to, boxers fail to, athletes fail to. And I would actually, I would also like doctors fail to, priests fail to, yeah. So just like, you know, janitors fail to, Just random, random, random people because everybody's trying to pay attention to like these big cats and really like.
1: Well, they, right. they'll fail to know that everybody's failed around them. They just yeah. won't, they won't see that they've been to the same hardship that you've probably been mm-hmm. to. You know, it's because, you know, I'm a designer or I'm a creator, whatever it is. Doesn't mean I can't learn from a dancer or janitor even, yeah. you know, they, they might have made the same mental mistakes that I have. Mm-hmm. They might have learned the same lessons as far as slowing down and, you know, looking at the bigger picture. Yeah. Obviously, there's different scenarios with it going on, but I think people can learn from other people. Mm-hmm. And without your podcast, I think they're never going to know that. So if you keep it up, putting the content out, people will start to see it and like, you know what? I learned from this one. Let's see what the yeah. next one's about. Let's see, see what's going on.
0: Yeah. Thank you. So if you could sum up your career with one word, what would that one word be? Just one word. Take your time.
1: I'm gonna take, this is this is <laughs> tough. This is tough. Take your
0: sweet time. One word. That was a good word.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um
0: <laughs> educational.
1: Like that. Whether it be from me learning or from me telling people what I've learned, you know, teaching them lessons that I've gone through or, you know, just sharing my experiences. I think people can learn from me. I can learn from them and I'm willing to accept it.
0: Educational. There it is. Pablo Cruz. Go ahead and plug yourself in. Give all the ads, give all the websites, give all the homies, the, the mamas, the shout outs, all of it.
1: Okay. Uh, shout out to all my partners, Ian. Um, he's my partner right now for Filari. Um, If you want to follow that, it is on Instagram, our shop link, Facebook, and Twitter, it is wear Fulari. Uh, it is W E A R W-E-A-R-F-O-U-L-A-R-I. Or you want to hit my personal. It's made, M-A-D-E, Don Pablo. That's where I post a lot of my personal stuff, like my style. Um, a lot of background stuff, too. But I do connect it to the Fulari page, too. So if you care about the rags, go ahead and give the page a follow. If you want to know about me, go ahead and give that a follow as well. And, you know, shout out to everybody that supports me and pushes me. Um, without them, really, I wouldn't wouldn't be doing anything special.
0: Perfect. Thank thank you for having me too. Shout
1: out out to Woody. (laughs) Shut up and fail. Shout out to shut up and fail.
0: (laughs) Thank you, man. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to Shut Up and Fail with Woody Landeros and Pablo Cruz.